Cranberry Honey by Amal El-Motar There is fire in his wrists, fire in his walk, fire beneath his fingernails. He is red, redder than rowan berries, for rowan doesn't bleed as cranberries do, and it is cranberries that he gathers and stews and crushes. Cranberries in which he steeps his skin. It is not white, he says, that is pure. It is not black. It is red, because it moves, it changes, and it keeps itself always. It is not static as fossilized wood, not delicate as new-fallen snow. When red seeks to be its truest self, it is in motion. It fears no change. He has shrugged at Paracelsus, at tarot cards, at accusations of devilry. Red is his religion. He squeezes berry juice onto his eyelids, swallows it nine times a day. He wants the redness to spill from him like a scent that sleeping creatures might dream in garnet tones. The bees dream red when he passes. They wake to their queen wailing. She needs it, she says, that red of reds that walks the woods like a shadow. The bees are dutiful and go. They find him, but do not know how to scrape the redness from him, cannot gather it like pollen. In vain they stamp his cranberry cheeks Buzz his cranberry ears. They cannot take a piece of him back to the hive. Meantime, he is beset by a phalanx of black-ribbed gold, drowns in the drone of their discontent. He swats at them, rages, gathers stings against the back of his hand, the curve of his elbow. What are these that come to gild his redness, limn his red thoughts with their bright noise? What are these that dare change his red shadow's shape, settling and rising like clouds at sea? They madden him. They do not mean to. They hardly know that they are pushing him, driving him, herding the redness of him homeward. Enough, says the queen, while he weeps in great red sobs. Enough. That is enough. She does not need to leave her child bed to imbibe him, only needs him to stay in the comb of her children's bodies, stay and share his color with her. He cannot but comply. She dreams, and her workers pour red into their gold, raise larvae with rust-red bodies, make honey heady as the setting sun. They weave it into their songs and dance its color into the air they breathe. There is an orange to them, an amber now, never quite red, for it is not the cranberry they love, but the shaping of their gold, the change, the sharpened edges to their queen's dreams. They love him like a fine day, look after him in their fashion. The bees sing their gladdest thanks against his lips, they bring him their darkest, densest honey, the closest to the red they can never quite achieve, the redness that is only his. 
They place each drop on his tongue like a sacrament. It is never read enough. This has been a Podcastle miniature. Cranberry Honey was written by Amal El-Motar and is part of her collection The Honey Month, a collection of spontaneous short fiction and poetry inspired by the taste of 28 different kinds of honey, available from Papaveria Press. The story was narrated for you by Marguerite Croft, a Bay Area technical writer and fiction author. A graduate of the Clarion West Writers' Workshop, her fiction has appeared in lovely places like Say and is forthcoming in the Flushed Anthology. You can find her blog at albionidaho.livejournal.com. <laughs>